The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, Chadville. It's Friday. Hope you're having a great day. A little chilly out there, a little blustery, but uh, we can handle it. Um, I think Eileen just said it was uh, zero uh, out there. Uh, Burr, um, don't know if you uh, covered up what remaining plants that you have left in your garden or around your house, but uh, yeah, getting down below zero for the next few nights, so keep that in mind. On the Friday show today, lots to cover. Uh, We're going to take a a look at those climate change uh, rallies that have been going on across the country. We'll talk with Sarah Comedina, who is uh, a Global Edmonton reporter covering the ones here in Edmonton coming up in just about an hour's time. Plus, uh, we'll go to that news conference uh, in Winnipeg, the RCMP in Manitoba, going to be releasing details of the of the, uh, of the hunt uh, for, uh, well, you know, what led to them finding those two suspects and those deaths in BC, uh, that manhunt that had us gripped for um, uh, a few weeks. We'll we'll take that live. We'll hear the details about that. We're going to talk about border guards and how much power they have. We'll hear a story from a Lethbridge man that will probably have you a little fighting mad. Plus, of course, the word of the day at 420 and so much more. But right now, I want to start with this, and it's healthcare, and and wondering what it's like at your place trying to find a GP. What has it been like for you to fa- find a family doctor? Has it been hard? Do you have one? Uh, according to a recent poll, healthcare is top of mind for Canadians this election campaign, and it's not a simple issue. The president of the Canadian Medical Association, Dr. Sandy Buckman, uh, lists a number of problems that the, the federal government needs to help address. Over 5 million Canadians don't have a family doctor, and that's a big problem here in Alberta as well. So that's a national issue. Access to mental health and addictions care. Access for seniors. Seniors have greater difficulty and we're an aging population, and care is, is more complex. Uh, Dr. Buckman says uh, the federal government has a shared responsibility with the provinces when it comes to health care and they need to step up to the plate. Uh, He went on to say that 5 million Canadians don't have a family doctor. Are you one of them? Uh, And it's a big issue here in Alberta. All of this as a report from the Canadian Institute for Health Information says the number of doctors is growing faster than the country's population. The report says... Canada's population increased by 4.6% between 2014 and 2018, while the number of physicians grew by 12.5%. Joining us this afternoon is Vicki Scott, the program lead of the Physician Information at the uh, Canadian Institute for Health Information. Vicki, thanks for joining me this afternoon. Hi, Jalen. Thanks for having me. All right. So can you give us an idea right now how many, how many doctors, how many physicians there are in Canada? Yeah, uh, there's there's about 90,000 physicians working in uh, Canada at the moment, and that's actually an increase of 4% over last year. And when we talk about that number, is that's just not uh, GPs, that's specialists, you name it. 
correct. Yeah, okay. that's both specialists and family doctors. And the proportion is usually, it's pretty close to a 50-50 split between mm. family medicine and specialists as in, well in Canada. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. So, you know, according to um, the, this study that was released, it says the supply of doctors has grown faster than the population of the past few years, but Canadians continue to have trouble finding a family doctor. Why is that, Vicky? Yeah, correct. That uh, that uh, we've been hearing that uh, kind of across the country with this release as well. Um, and access to physician services is a complex problem, like we just heard. Uh, and there are many factors that influence access to family doctors. Our data talks about the number of physicians there are in the country per person and where they're located. Uh. We don't answer the question of access, but however, we're hoping that it can help inform the planners and the governments to look at where the physicians are located and related to the health needs in their province. Because there, there is a, um, a big challenge, certainly in the rural in rural communities, isn't there? That's correct. Yes, I was going to mention that. Um, we know that ninety. 90- of all physicians in Canada work in urban centres. So this could lead to difficulties for patients who live in remote or rural areas that can't travel to a major centre for care. Mm -hmm. And Mm. specifically in Alberta, 7% of um, physicians in Alberta are working in rural areas. Now, I don't know if you can answer this, you know, if if we can't figure out why people are having, or if you're you're not there and your organization not there to answer the question about why Mm -hmm. there seems to be this disconnect, um, is is there anything that that, uh, the Canadian Institute for Health Information is suggesting that could be done to change these numbers? Well, I, I think for, for one thing, it is promising to see that the supply is increasing, uh-huh. the supply of physicians. And to know it's increasing faster than the population, that means as we move forward in time, there, and this trend continues, it's, we've been seeing this trend for 10 years now that we are going to get more physicians coming into the workforce. So we, you know, that is promising. We also have data that's showing that there's more younger physicians coming in and more female physicians entering Mm -hmm. the workforce, particularly in family medicine. So it's possible that there's practice patterns that are coming into play that didn't exist years ago, and possibly younger doctors are are taking more work-life balance into consideration when they're practicing and maybe how many patients they're willing to see. Yeah, do you you think that there's concern for some folks, um, just average Joe out there, who you might be a little leery about going to a brand new doctor? Have you, is there any been anything looked at that? I, it's possible. We haven't looked at that because we don't have, um, we don't do surveys or patient feedback mm, for okay. our data. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more statistical data from the ministries of health. All right. And so yeah. when it comes to, uh, this was interesting as well, the number of female uh, doctors you had just touched on that has increased yep. uh, 21% since uh, 2014. That's, uh, that's some good news as well because I know that there are um, some folks out there who definitely want that option. Yeah, that's correct, and and particularly in family practice as well. Yeah, and that number is 
pretty bang on for Alberta too. It's 20% uh, increase in female physicians over the past five years. Interesting, interesting. And I know you also kind of took a look at uh, uh, incomes and I know people would be interested to know this just because I think we're nosy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, to be honest with you, and I I would have no idea what uh, what a family doctor makes in, uh, in Alberta or anywhere across the country. And I know that changes depending, you know, what kind of uh, specialty you're in. What did what did you find out uh, when you when you kind of took this dive into these numbers? Yeah, the um, the Canadian kind of average gross payment per physician um, with the data that we have, we're reporting at three hundred forty five thousand per physician. Uh. So that's a Canada average that includes family medicine and specialists uh, across the country. And it's just important to know that this number is a gross payment. It doesn't take into account other expenses that physicians may have, such as uh, overhead costs, Mm. costs to run their practice and staff. Uh, And in Canada, the the average for family doctors is 281,000 on average. Okay. Interesting. I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon on this one. We're going to have a chat now about finding a GP in the Edmonton and the Alberta area, Vicki. Thank you for taking the time. Thanks, Jaylen. All right. Take it easy. That is uh, Vicki Scott again with the Canadian Institute for Health Information. So, okay, just to take a look at some of these uh, numbers. Uh, Manitoba and B.C., Uh, registered the largest increase in doctors at more than 17%. Quebec had the lowest level. Um, In 2018, there was um, equivalent to 241 physicians per 100,000 population. And and they're saying that that's the highest number per capita ever. And again, I'm curious, I'd love to hear from you about your experience um, with the the healthcare system. Um, And it can be, you know, about finding a GP or, you know, maybe it is getting into that, to to that specialist. We can open it up as, as we, uh, as we head to, October 21st and and this election, right? If you're if you're saying that healthcare is an issue and we know how much is spent on healthcare um in this province by this province and you know we're always talking about trying to find ways to save money there. Um it's a difficult one, isn't it? Um The report also as we mentioned, said uh, there's more female doctors in Canada than ever before, up 21%. In Alberta, um, 15 point, well, no, this is uh, Canada-wide, 15.8% of Canadians aged 12 and older, about 4.8 million people reported that they didn't have a regular health care provider. In Alberta... Well, that number's at 18%. At 18%. So 18% of you don't have a GP. Now, I've been lucky enough, when I moved here um, in 2000, um, I got in with a GP, and I I still go to see him, and... uh, my husband has his own doctor. I know when the kids moved back from Tokyo, they were struggling to find someone. And I just said, you know, can they just come in for a quick check? They did a quick check, um, uh, you know, the doctor with, with, with um, as a favor, uh, but then have gone on to find their own GPs. Your experience this afternoon, Irene's on the phone. Hi, Irene. Hi, Jillian. I have the 
benefit, I guess. I used to work in the medical area. And I think right now, um, because of the way I think the government opened the doors for a lot more new immigrant Mm -hmm. doctors, which was good at the time, but now we have a glut in some areas. And I can just tell you right now, um, if you go, for instance, on Stony Plain Road, there are GP offices less than a block from one another. Okay, and so you're saying that there's there's, there's lots too of, many. There's, there's too many right now. There's too many and doctors, Irene. There is. I'm telling you right now, they don't have the patient patients. They're sending out uh, information uh, advertisements to people in the neighborhood all the time, okay, saying we're open for appointments. I think they've opened, and it could be just in certain areas, but we have too many. Okay, but here, but the numbers here don't. Lie. They're saying that there's 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 um, what is it? Eighteen percent of Albertans don't have a doctor. Okay, but then you look at the areas. Bet you anything, it's a different case in the rural areas. So it depends yeah, but upon not five million people in rural areas, either, right? So mm-hmm. that's right. But the thing is, they're opening. I think in some areas they've got too many that they've located in where the, where their offices are. They're at maybe it's cheaper rent. They open the office there, and then another one's come in. Mm. But now there's such a competition. I've never seen this mm. to this degree. But it, it we have too many. When they're having to send out advertisements uh, once a month saying we're open, mm-hmm. phone us, you know, for an appointment. And I and I know my doctor is not taking any more uh, new patients. I mean, he's he's busier than mm-hmm. than you know than you can imagine. I mean, sometimes the wait when you go in because he he, he is so busy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can be an hour, ninety minutes, or longer. Yeah. But when you have some of these walk-in clinics and you've got so many of them, these are walk-in clinics. Um, It's not serving the proper purpose where those doctors could be utilized in other areas where they're really needed. I'm wondering, you you mentioned about, um, you know, more doctors coming in from other countries. Mm -hmm. Do you believe, and I'm I'm seeing it on the text Mm -hmm. line, do you believe that there are are people, one of the problems might be that people don't want to go to those doctors? Well, it might have been, but but I think right now, uh, let me just give you an example. We have a doctor's office on the north side of 156 and Stony Plain Road. We have a doctor on doctor's offices, walk-in clinic, exactly the opposite on the south side. Then down, um, oh, probably two blocks, there's a huge medical center with all kinds of specialists and GPs. And then we we have another doctor's office just uh, half a block from the two I mentioned on 156 um, on the um, west side of 156. And that's just in a small area i think there are certain pockets that are overpopulated with doctors and yeah there there could be a case where people may not may choose not to go because they may think they they uh they don't know if they'll understand them or what but 
these doctors would not be in a clinic unless they could can, can communicate properly with people and they are fully trained according to the college of, of physicians yeah. and surgeons so yeah. but i do think we have gluts in certain years and i can guarantee you there's a glut here all right, Irene, I appreciate yeah. your phone call. Okay. Thank you for that. Okay, Dan. It's uh, 221 on the 630 Chad uh, afternoons. Uh, you can get a hold of me at 630, 630. Some really interesting texts coming in that I want to get to after this. Again, just curious about your experience right now with finding a GP. This, uh, this research that came out said that... Um, uh, 18% of Albertans don't have uh, a family doctor. And someone said, you know, uh, maybe some of them aren't looking for them. Maybe they just would rather go to a MediClinic. Yeah, good point uh, there. And, you know, that's, that's taken. Um, but for those of you who are looking... Have you been able to find one or has it been difficult? Um, maybe you have certain issues that you want to make sure that can be addressed properly. Maybe uh, you want a male doctor only. Maybe you only want a female doctor, whatever it is. Peter just texted in and said it's, uh, there's snow in Nisku. For real, Peter? Really? Anyone else seeing that or is that just Peter? Do we need to send him to the doctor to get his eyes checked? Um, so many of you texting in this afternoon and saying, you know what, um, you don't necessarily need uh, a family doctor. You're quite happy and quite content going to a mediclinic. And I find that very interesting because um, that is the... You know, again, just different perspectives, just different whatever. Um, and if that's what you like, good on you. But I, that's the last place. I don't want to go to a many clinic. I want to be able to, you know, maybe call my doctor and say, can I get in tomorrow? Uh, Robert's on the phone this afternoon. Hi, Robert. Uh, good afternoon. What's on your mind? Uh, just calling from an area where there are a lot of rural com- communities. Yeah. And, and that's the big struggle. Uh, them enticing doctors to begin with, and then maybe a community gets a couple of doctors, but then one retires, and then mm-hmm. it just leaves a real, a real difficult position for the other, the other doctor who's left, and um, and they do have a struggle with too many patients or too many people. So you're out uh, Lloydminster area, Robert? Yes. Okay, and uh, do you have a, a family doctor? Uh, yes. Okay, yeah, but it can be a real challenge in the rural areas. That's what we're hearing for sure. Yeah, and what do they do to try to attract more doctors to rural communities? Advertise. <laughs> advertise. They, they advertise trying to uh, get, you know, like areas like Maidstone and, and mm-hmm. Turtleford and Saskatchewan, St. Walberg. Um, uh, yeah, they have fun keeping doctors, uh, especially if one retires and it leaves the other one. Um, near exhausted after a period of time if he doesn't get breaks, you know. And, yeah. uh, so. Well, Robert, I appreciate you taking the time to give me a, to give me a call and let me know what's happening out in your neck of the woods. Hey, have a good weekend, okay? Okay, thank you. Yeah, you betcha. Um, some of your texts coming in this afternoon. Um, too many doctors? You're kidding. Rural doctors aren't taking new patients either. Walking clinic waits are sometimes hours long. I don't think there are too many doctors. Try waiting for a specialist in Alberta upwards of 12 months to see a new cardiologist, and I'm classified as fairly urgent. I'm only 32, and I've had to fight for my medical care for the last nine years. This one saying not only is it hard to find a family doctor, now try finding one that is LGBTQ friendly. It gets even harder. Uh, Tristan saying, Jay, I've never had a problem getting a, a doctor, but I've never had a specific doctor. 
And uh, Kathy out in Sherwood Park says, I, I think that more and more doctors um, and uh, maybe female doctors with families are working only part-time hours. Even if you have a family doctor, you can't get in when you need to. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. And then specialized stuff and then trying to get in uh, emergency care. I mean, we've we've spent a lot of time in the hospital over the past couple of years. And and tip of the hat to all of those who, who do work in the hospitals and work in the, in the medical community. Uh, so I sometimes I don't know how you do it, but when you see emergency rooms, emergency rooms um, that are being used almost at times as a uh, for lack of a better word, long-term care, when when people who should have beds upstairs in a hospital are down there for days upon days, let alone weeks. Oh my gosh, there is so much work to be done on that front.